Hello everyone and welcome back to something awesome. You're back here. Oh, yes, that yeah. almost happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm laughing at something else, but I'll let you finish your intro and then I'll tell you uh, why I'm laughing. Yeah, we are back here. Um, hopefully this goes out on the week that it's supposed to go out. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, um, I know it might seem like it's been a while, but it really, I mean, it really has for us. Right. It hasn't been a while, but it has for us. For us, us yeah. Um, you can tell by my longer hair. Pull the curtain back. We usually record these in batches. Yep. Because they're not ever like pertinent to get out yeah. right away. So we record them in batches. We were supposed to get together a few weeks ago and record. And then stuff fell through. And then last weekend I got a cold. So we didn't want to come here and get anybody sick. So The magic is broken. Yeah. Batches. Except for today. I think we're only doing one today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're just one. But yeah, uh, here we are uh, back in the studio, and today is going to be a good show, Yeah, especially if you're a Kevin Smith fan. Like us. Like yeah. us, because we decided that what better way to honor Kevin Smith, honor I said like he's dead, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he didn't die when he, he had the heart attack, he he's alright. Um, he's alive. He's alive and well. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're going to rank his movies, his viewer skew movies, specifically. Right. right. And by so, viewer skew movies, we're talking about the ones that are connected. Right. There's eight movies that are connected. Um, have you seen, like, all the different, like, oh, watch it in chronological order. Watch it in order of release. Watch it, like, there's there different... such a chron thing as a chronological so, order? Would it be? A... Technically, um, Mallrats happens before Clerks. I think that's the only one that would be out of place. So you would watch Mallrats, oh, Clerk. then Clerks, then Amy, then Dogma, then Bob, Jane Bob, then Clerks too. Then in order, and then yeah. So, so really, really the only thing you would Clerks. flip is Mallrats, Mallrats, and Clerks. Those are the only things that would flip. Huh? I never thought about that. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's dumb. That's not why we're here. Also, the reason why I was laughing is because I I noticed uh, going back and watching these videos as they go up that. Every time we start the show, I'm never looking at the camera. I'm always looking at the monitor. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm on Dude, fucking camera. Dude, that is YouTube 101 <laughs> worst mistake you can do. I know, I know. And so Let's that's look why. Look at yourself. That's why I was laughing He's because. like, hey, welcome, everybody. You, like, you talking started. To? He's talking to someone over there. You started introing the show, and I was like, oh, my God, I look fucking terrible. Look right and then I was like, oh, yeah, I need to look. So when, you're, when you go back and edit this, you're going to see me go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hello yeah. there yeah yeah <laughs> but that's why i was laughing but yeah so what we're doing is we're ranking the viewers universe movies um from our least favorite all the way down to our favorite so from eight to one and quick um disclaimer i you know it's weird i never felt the need to say things like this when we were doing the other show right um but for some reason now, I always feel like I need to say something like this. Yes, we're making lists, and it's our favorites. May not be your favorites. And you can tell us in the comments or on social media or whatever what your favorites are. But these are our favorites in our particular order. So that's the thing. Like That's always what I feel like I have to say now is like, I understand that my favorite list is not probably not going to be the same as your favorite probably list not. and probably not going to be the same as somebody who's watching this, but it's our favorite. That's what the comment sections are for. Give us a break. They're our favorites. And yeah. the other thing is, aside from one movie on this list, it really is like 
one one a one b one c one d and then fucking eight like (laughs) so we're talking about seven fantastic movies here and and one stinker like i i hate to even say that about a kevin smith movie because like i'm such a fan of the guy but at the same time it's like man that's not a good movie so that's how we're we're doing it we're gonna go from our least favorite to our favorite Correct. Yeah. Um, fuck, there was, you brought something up that I fucking forgot uh, that I was going to say. Um, uh, should we... I totally... Oh, fuck, I totally forgot. <laughs> so here's what I was thinking for a while. Um, I don't know if this is... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, go ahead. Uh, did you revisit the movies? Um, some of them, which I hadn't seen in a long time. So like dogma i hadn't seen in a a long time i think the last time i saw dogma was the last time you and i watched it uh at my house because we found the blu-ray at fucking stater brothers remember and i was like let's fucking we got some beers we're getting like snacks and shit and they had like a movie rack and they had dogma on blu-ray for like five dollars and both of us were like yoink uh so i think how it's like a hundred dollars i think that was the last time i i watched that movie was that night so it'd been a while a while um i had just recently watched clerks within the last year or so um, i've watched it recently in the last months so that and, and i've watched that one i think that might be the one i've seen the most so that one is like always that and mall rats i can still like uh people friends of mine used to hate watching these movies with me because i would mouth all the lines of the movie because <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot uh but yeah so i watched dogma i watched clerks 2 because i hadn't seen that in a while um, and I watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back again just because that's so much fun. <laughs> that's just a fun movie. Uh, but the other movies I had seen relatively recently, so I didn't go back and watch them all over again. So you mean I'm glad I really, like that's what I was gonna bring up because I was thinking about it as you were going through it. I'm like, like yeah, I don't think I've seen all, of them, but you know what? Actually, I think I did see all of them recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I because like sometimes before I go to bed, like I put on Pluto TV app. Mm-hmm. And they have this like laugh channel, and sometimes they throw on like clerks. Oh wow! Okay. Or uh, Giant Saw Bob Strike Back, the first one. So I watched both of those. Okay, cool. Uh, really recently, um, I watched cl- uh, uh, wait a minute, Clerks and Jim Bob mm-hmm. recently. I did watch Dogma sort of recently, maybe about three months ago. Okay. So. Uh, and then I watched uh, Chase and Amy. I showed Chase and Amy to a couple of friends, but I didn't think we we're gonna gonna like it. But absolutely like loved it. Like yeah. thought it was funny. And, and good so like it hold i guess kind of held up kind of holds sort up of. for people who hadn't seen it before yeah That's cool. and, and and yeah <laughs> and then um uh what else was the other ones Doug clerks oh clerks two um i actually saw half of it i didn't finish it mm. Clerks uh, 2 was on somewhere recently, and that's how I watched it because I was flipping through. I was like, oh shit, Clerks 2 was on, and I left it on and watched it. Yeah, and uh, and Bob Strike Back, I said that. Uh, Clerks 3, obviously, when it came out, right? And I've Oof. always saw the J. and Bob reboot, I think, once. Yeah, when oh. it came out, once was enough. <laughs> That being said, we start off from the bottom up. Yeah, let's start from the bottom up. Uh, and I guess we can just go back and forth like we usually do. Uh, would yeah. you like to go first, sir? I mean, well, I, I think both of us is unanimous. It, it's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, it's Jay number and Bob eight. reboot. It's number eight. Yeah. Um, it had its moments. It no, it does. 
It has its moments. It has some fantastic moments um, in it, but the the sum is not greater than the parts because, man, there's some parts of that movie that are really bad. I loved... Full spoilers, by the way. I loved the courtroom scene at the beginning, and I was like, oh, shit, is this this what we're in for? Because if this is what we're in for, sign me up. Like, this is this is what I want out of a Kevin Smith movie. <clears throat> and then you go directly from that to that really, really long scene in the cab with Fred Armisen and it's or in the Uber. And it's Ride me now. fucking whatever. Yeah. Same thing. And it's that just drags and drags and drags. And like that, that scene could have been cut in half. And in fact, it didn't even have to be in the movie. Like it's so bad. Um, but then there's great moments um, with Jason Mewes, who like, holy shit, man, this dude's an actor. Like he's he really gets it. And yeah, it's you know, it's like what uh, we were talking about before. And Kevin Smith talking about why Clerks is so good, because it is grounded and, um, you know, based on his life. Uh, Jay had a lot of growing up that he did in that time frame between making movies. And you can see that progression of him as like a human being with this character that he's playing in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, he grew up a lot and you can tell you you see he was a dad. Yeah. And uh, he really is a dad. And, uh, those moments that he had with this kid were really great. Or Harley. Yeah. With Harley. Um, who wasn't terrible in this in she's not, there's, she has good. Yeah. She's pretty good in it. Um, but yeah, but there's real, some really good scenes and, and, monologues and some good dialogue in it but then, just as like, a whole really man. like the, the scene we're, we're both thinking about it is the ben affleck scene right the chase and amy scene the holden mcneil yeah joey lauren adams uh like that was a full circle for chase and amy yeah it was fucking amazing like that was like the fa- i think that was like the, the best part in the entire film yeah it definitely uh, was at least one of them um it's like you said, there are some good moments with Jay and Harley then in that movie. Um, but yeah, that one I think was one that uh, was uh, impactful right. for people who loved his original movies. Exactly. And that with alongside the courtroom scene, alongside with the scene where he goes and... I like the courtroom scene a lot, especially with Justin Long mm-hmm. as the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And then when he goes to see... Uh, justice and finds out yes, that he's a dad yeah. like that's another really good scene like yeah. so there's good stuff in the movie and i know i called it a stinker and that's re- that's fucking not nice but there is good stuff in the movie so it is yeah. our least favorite out of it but i don't i just didn't want to sit here and shit on it you know like that i didn't think that'd be cool but it's not very good yeah we don't hate it it's just right <laughs> right you like the moments inside of it yeah for sure um so that brings us to number seven. seven would you like me to go you go all right so number seven on my list um which is looking at it now it's weird that again this is like one a one b one c like these right. are seven great movies so the fact that this movie is in seventh place on this list probably would it's be a- weird but it's dogma <laughs> <laughs> what yeah the fuck are yeah. you serious yeah dogma is number seven on my list <clears throat> oh, oh my god i thought that would have been like 
higher. Yeah, I did too. But then the thing I like about the you said you rewatched it though, right? Yeah, it, you didn't. It's it's still just as good to me as it was when it came out. And again, keep in mind, like I said, there are seven tens on this list. All these movies right, are right, fucking right. tens. I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like a regular ten. Though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard. I oh, and I knew we were gonna get into this here because I looked at my list before you came and got me, and I was like, "There's some contentious shit on this list." Holy shit, dude! Yeah, Dogma is number seven. Um, I love the subject matter. Um, so here's the part about it that. I won't say falls apart for me, but here's why it's low on the list. Yeah, tell me why. While I love all the people that are in this movie, this was like, um, oh, hey, that Kevin Smith guy's making another movie. You should try and get in it. He's got a real big like cult, cult following. This will add to your fucking street cred. Get fucking Chris Rock, and Salma Hayek, and uh, all these major stars big, actors, yeah. big names especially at the time alan rickman like at the time these people are fucking huge in hollywood but it felt like we'll get in the kevin smith movie and you'll get some street cred and maybe more people will come see your new movies because you're in this like underground movie like that because yeah, this was right after <clears throat> chasing amy which you won a lot of awards for in the indie circuit right but this is also um i got a lot of press so. Post Mallrats. And while I, I know Mallrats yeah. didn't do well in theaters, um, that movie, a lot of people loved that movie. Like people in and out of the industry, even though it didn't perform well in theaters. It, that's, that is a cult movie. To where sure. now, when you talk about Mallrats, people be like, people who don't know or you weren't there, man. The people who weren't there won't understand that that movie was a fucking failure. It was a massive failure because now the way it's talked about, you just assume that it was a big movie. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's like, that's my shitty justification for it being number seven is this just felt like, and again, it wasn't like a sellout moment or Kevin Smith sold out. Or I won't, I wouldn't even say that. It was just one of those things where it was like, Hey, you should try and get in this movie because it'll help your street cred. And I know all these people genuinely like Kevin Smith as a human being and liked his movies. Like, Chris Rock has talked about really loving Kevin's writing. You know, Alan Rickman was not like, it wasn't like a hard sell to get fucking Alan Rickman in the movie. It was like, okay, yeah, sure. Same with Salma Hayek and all these, other, all the other people that are in it. And um, I have a lot of favorite moments in this movie. Like I, I don't think there's anything I can say. The only thing I'll say bad about this movie is um, the acting on the train from Bethany. When she's drunk, because it just comes off as really forced. That's the only like if I'm nitpicking, that's the only I, bad. I, I, could, I could see that. That's the only thing I could call bad. It wasn't terrible. No, wasn't terrible, but like I could see that. No, yeah, uh, but, I can understand. That. And how straight Ben Affleck was playing it because can't drink can't, alcohol, can't, can't drunk, yeah. right? So like that that made it seem even more over the top and goofy. But I don't know, like. Do you want to talk about favorite moments from this movie? I don't know where it is on your list, so we can my, come oh, back around. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We can talk about okay, favorite moments. So, One of my favorite things yeah. to quote on this movie, <laughs> especially when I'm at work, which is probably not the best thing to say at work, uh -huh. um, unless I guess you're comfortable with your coworkers or whatever. Yeah. But uh, 
anytime where I was at work and we caught up with everything and there was nothing to do, I would always, uh, I wouldn't always say this, but you know, depending on who's around, I'd always say, and I even, no matter where, who or what I am with, who you're with, who yeah. I'm with, I always say, well, I say, let's get drunk because I'm a lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. And I try to do it in a, the British accent, which I cannot. <clears throat> um, yeah. One of my favorite lines, a lot of my favorite lines of this movie are from Jay. He's like, people don't just fall out of the sky, you know? And then Chris oh, Rock, yeah. Beautiful big titty women don't just fall out of the sky, you know? And then he starts looking around waiting for it. Um, and then uh, that's one of my favorites, just because of his delivery. And what my, my absolute favorite scene in this movie is in the car when Jay is driving. Yes. And he's like, he's like, what gear are you in? Gear! <laughs> that is my favorite scene in the movie. I love that scene. What do I know about driving? <laughs> what do I know about shifting gears? Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I love it. Um, uh, the bus. Yeah. The bus scene. <laughs> with uh, them trying to the two, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck try care uh, Loki and Bartleby Bartleby trying to uh, trying to point out if they still got it by pointing out the sinners. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene a lot too. Oh yeah, in the in the court in the office, the courtroom in the office. Yeah, you didn't say God bless you when I. Oh, seized. not that one. No, I was oh, the bus. Oh, the bus. The yeah, bus. that was that's good a good too, one though. too. Yeah, the yeah. bus is good too. Yeah, yeah same like okay. the one whose house yeah. <laughs> runs house. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so many good quotable lines in this movie. Um, Salma Hayek as the muse is great. Uh, Jason yeah, Lee is, is so good in in the movie. Um, it's a great movie. It's a fucking George movie. Carlin as George Carlin yeah. as a bishop. Yeah, um, it's such a re- it's such a great movie. And like I said, I feel bad that it's. Number seven, having to occupy space next to reboot. But again, and you're going to hear me saying this the whole episode. This is seven tens and one like five. Right. Okay. Right, so right. It's, it's fucking 10. Dogma is a 10. And then the subject matter for the time, like probably couldn't make this movie right now. I don't think this movie would get greenlit right now. Dogma? Yeah. Just because of, not because it's a religious movie, but because oh. of the way it handles the talk about religion. I just don't think it's a movie that would get made now. Um, I mean, it could get made, but not by like mainstream, like it, right back then. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was my number seven. All right. Well, I guess we went to my number seven, mm-hmm. which was fucking difficult, uh, especially because I rewatched it with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Really? Wow. Okay. That's yeah. Wow. It, it was, yeah. Um, okay. That was that was a tough one because I do, like. Like what you said, these are all great movies. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, that's that's one number seven. Uh, yeah, there's just other, you know, good movies in his belt. But yeah. this one, um, it's a fun movie. This is a late night movie to watch. You know, when that was what I was gonna say. Which, funny enough, I've watched it late at night. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say when I got to it on my list. Is like this movie is just so fun. Like. Yeah. It it moves really fast. Um, it's another one that has a lot of cameos in it, but this one didn't feel as I wouldn't even say egregious. This one just didn't feel as um, like cash main mainstream Hollywood actors ca- trying to cash in on Kevin Smith's right. following. This one seemed a little bit more organic to where like fucking Judd Nelson is in this movie, and you would never know it was him, yeah, unless you're 
reading the credits. Like that's what's great. He plays a he plays a cop with a really big fucking mustache, mustache and yeah. and is talking in like a pseudo southern accent a little bit. Like yeah, you would never know. And I think that's yeah, I took I didn't know it was him until after the credits rolled. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of those things where it's like okay, see this is they get it now. Uh, Dietrich Bader as the security guard on the movie set, like. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. Ooh, what a lovely tea party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, there's so many fucking cool parts of this movie, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Biggs and Jim <laughs> Vanderbeek. Yeah. Like, like, don't you know I'm a teen idol, damn it? What about me? I'm the pie fucker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Uh, and my favorite part is where Jay... Is pretending to be, uh, oh, they take their costumes, yeah, yeah. but uh, like they're talking through the door. Oh, uh, the door. don't come in, Jason Biggs and I are naked in here, but <laughs> naked. <laughs> he kind of chuckles, and again, this is the nerdy shit, uh, that we talked about with Clerks 3 when we did that review of watching the commentary over and over and over again. And Kevin Smith in the commentary says that laugh is a legit laugh and that is the only take they could use because every time jay said butt naked the way he would say it everybody on the crew would fucking fall out laughing <laughs> kevin would fall out laughing jay would fall out laughing so they cut away from jay when he says butt naked <laughs> because he's getting ready to crack and they have to cut before him and the rest of the crew just fucking lose it uh yeah <laughs> i like that part too <laughs> so good man it. butt naked, <laughs> butt naked. <laughs> oh yeah um silent bill right what does he say yeah. you're, hey, you're silent bill yeah silent bill yeah jason biggs uh is he in that movie is like what justin long is later in the kevin in smith the catalog kevin smith yeah, yeah 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 where it's like you don't expect him not that you don't expect him to be funny because he's a very funny comedic actor and he was coming off American Pie and American Pie 2 and I think um, I think Loser had come out already before Strike Back, maybe? But, I think it came out before Strike Back, yeah. yeah. so he's, yeah, he's did, coming yeah. off like a run of these movies and fucking, holy shit, are you the Dawson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff is great, man. Uh, um, but yeah, that's my number... So. yeah okay so that's your number seven so all right i'm now thinking about this and as we it's working great that we have different movies in different orders because amazing we don't have to talk about them again at length when we get to them on each other's list if they're later down the road so i think that's great my number six is clerks two <clears throat> yeah I knew it. Like I'm looking at, I was looking at this list and I was like, Rick, I'm going to blow his fucking mind. In. And I'm not doing it for the reaction either. Like this is legitimately my list. Um, the I, amount of times we talked about how great this fucking I movie is. I love Clerks 2. Clerks 2 is a 10. Okay. Just like Dogma is a 10. Um, I have nothing negative to say about this movie other than um, when I initially saw it and the fucking big dance number happens. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, that's fucking funny. That's the last thing anybody would expect from a Kevin Smith movie is this fucking dance number. That is awesome. Um, also, I like musicals and things like that anyway, so it kind of fit, you know? Um, and then when I saw it, so I think I talked about this when we talked about Clerks 3, but when I saw Clerks 2, 
I saw it in San Diego Comic-Con weekend at an early screening that had a Q&A with Kevin after. And somebody asked, like, dude, what's with the dance scene? And he goes, did you ever expect there'd be a dance scene in one of my movies? A dance break? And he's like, no. He goes, exactly. And I was like, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, uh, it's a great movie, man. Um, Rosario Dawson is fucking amazing in that movie. Fantastic. She's amazing in everything. Um, uh, yeah, what's his, uh, Elias is, is I love the character. Uh, I was trying to think Trevor Furman. I was trying yes. to remember his real name. Um, he's fantastic in it. I love the character. It's different. It's a different type of character that you didn't see in a Kevin Smith movie at the time because it was definitely a little bit out of the box, and it was like a way to, like we talked about with Clerks Three, oh. to have to have the levity. When you have yeah. the serious stuff, that's what Elias was in all through Clerks 2. Yeah, like the break. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> Clerks 2 doesn't get super deep. Um, it, there are some heartwarming moments like Dante and Randall um, fighting <laughs> in, the, in the holding cell. That's the fun, best fucking And it's one, yeah, and we talked about it with Clerks 3 and it's like you're on the verge of fucking tears because these two guys are best friends and they're fucking fighting and He's like, what would you do? I'd go, I'd go buy the quick, quick stop and run it with you. And then you're about to fucking break. And then, yo, we got money. <laughs> we got, we got a fat check when they made that stupid movie about us. So like, this is a great movie, man. Fuck, and that's right. That's how they got the money. Yeah, that's how they bought the quick stop. Because they had all the money from the fucking from the movie. movie. Holy shit! I never put that together. <laughs> he says it in the in the movie. Yeah. I don't remember. I was just thinking because I'm selling weed. <clears throat> um, no, it's from the the check for. Fuck! This is a. F I thought I knew everything about Kevin <laughs> Smith movies. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, man, it's that makes so much sense now. Yeah, not that it didn't make sense before. Right. That's just, um, they sell weed. Um, but yeah, I love that movie, dude. Um, the scene they shot at uh, Speed Zone right up the way here, uh, was cool. A buddy of mine was like actually there. For just there randomly that day. Oh, and when they filmed it. When they filmed that oh, scene, cool. yeah, yeah. Lawrence was there. Um, but yeah, man, I I love that movie, and it's a fucking ten, but it's also number six on my list. <laughs> That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, I saw like in the opening scene, uh, opening credits scene where he's driving through Mon uh, Monroe. Yeah. Uh, or. Wherever uh, I forgot the name of the city. Um, he, uh, you see that clown there? Like I walked by that clown when I was in, when I when me and my roommate decided to walk from fucking Red Bank to the Quick Stop. Oh which is yeah, yeah, the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> from Red Bank to the Quick Stop. Oh my, that God. was like twelve miles, thirteen miles. Shit, walk. man. Yeah, blisters all over my feet. But anyway, yeah, we I, we walked by that clown, which uh, I wish we took a picture of, but we did. We saw it. We just thought it was kind of funny. Mm, that's cool, man. Yeah, I love that movie. It's like a New Jersey staple, too, apparently. I don't know. And again, uh, the nerdy stuff, the stories behind the stories and how they used yeah. a Burger King in Buena Park that had got shut down as the movies and they repainted it and decorated and stuff. And there's um, like Fleabag Hotel next to it. 
and instead of completely rented out rented out the the entire thing and he said it was funny like to see jay because he was newly clean at the time and was very like sentimental about things so he went down the street to the target and bought like 500 dollars worth of stuff to decorate his hotel room so he was like at home and it's just like there's some really neat like heartwarming stories there's a whole documentary (laughs) it's called the train wreck making clerks too yeah it's on youtube yeah um it's also on the is that on the DVD? I think it's on the DVD yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the anniversary DVD. Right. If, or I mean, uh, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, yeah like I they, fucking love that movie, man. It's, it's and again, movie. it's how do you not like Rosario Dawson? And like, she, she's such a and, and again, I'm not shit talking Brian O'Halloran or his looks because I I'm not one to judge anybody based on their looks, but she's so good in that movie. You believe that Becky is in love with Dante. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, their chemistry was great in the entire movie. Yeah. Like, it was, it was believable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, number six. I'm, sure we'll, I'm six. sure we'll get to some more about that movie when Rick's list comes up, when it comes up on his list. So, what's your number six, Rick? My number six, I might not believe it, but it's Mallrats. Really, man. Okay, well, six. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, my list is weird. I can't judge you on your list, and I don't want to give like phony. Oh my god! Like, but that's especially what I know about you and how much you and I quote that movie to each other. That that's six on your list. Damn. Yeah, that was putting Mallrats and going through all the movies again. You know. uh at this age, I guess maybe that's why, like, kind of like it reminded. Like, it was it's a great fucking movie, you know. Yeah. Like I love all his movies, you know. Uh, but yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't hold as hard as it used to, I guess, for me. Um, it's funny. It has you know it has those great moments in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the Brody Bruce character, um, Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. So good. That was like my, um, not my first, like introduction to J- Jason Lee because I knew him as being a fan of skateboarding and knowing who he was as a skater. But I was like, the fuck, pro skater Jason Lee is in this movie? Okay, <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see how this goes. And he's fucking fantastic in it, man. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the soundtrack to this movie. Might be my favorite soundtrack of the view askew movies might be my favorite soundtrack oh uh, yeah I think it could because be not to say that too. i mean because there's a wide variety mixture on, on that mm. oh yeah i would agree with that it's it's funny because like if clerks mall rats and chasing amy that, that, that first three music plays a big part of, movies, of those uh, movies after that not so much so like yeah. they ha- they have great scores and stuff like that, but as far as like actual like licensed music stuff and soundtrack stuff, those first three movies like a lot of that stuff was very instrumental to th- those movies. Yeah, I mean, like besides like you know we mentioned when we did our last uh, uh, podcast about music and stuff like this soundtrack. Like besides like Green Day and like the Offspring and like Screeching Music and all that, and, yeah. like kind of shaped my what my music taste was. This movie soundtrack kind of shaped what my music taste was as well too, because there's a lot of good stuff on there from like Bush, Squirt Gun, Sublime, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, was it the Descendants or all? I think it was all. Mm-hmm. Um, Weezer. Like, uh, Weezer, of course. Yeah, Suzanne. Um, like all, all that. <laughs> like that kind of like shaped my, my that, music taste. That first song. When the opening credits are playing and the comic book stuff, like Squirt Gun, yeah, that is such a great song, dude. Yeah, like God, that's a good social song. Yeah. Squirt Gun, yeah, yeah. Um, they're on Lookout Records, um, uh, but yeah, Mallrats. Like, I still to this day another quote from that movie that I would say if I'm at the mall and I see someone on the escalator, the kid is back <laughs> on the escalator again. Again, I say that everywhere. Like, uh, anytime you see an escalator, not even it doesn't even be an escalator. Anytime I see, uh, like. Kid being you know, shitty. <laughs> my wife works at Disney. Anytime I, I'm at Disney and I see a kid being shitty and a parent not doing something, I'll look at Alexa and I'll be like, that kid is back on the <laughs> fucking escalator again. And I'll say it loud too. Like I won't, I don't whisper it. Uh, nobody ever gets it, uh, which is fine with, with me. But like, yeah, I just, and we do that to each other all the time. We will use that quote. Like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to sit on the handrails at, yeah, at amusement parks because you could fall and get hurt and yeah. sue, sue the company or whatever. So anytime I see a kid on the handrail goofing off, I go, that kid is back on the fucking handrail again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Mallrats, number six. Okay. Let's see what you're doing here. Let's see what you're doing. All right, so let's get to my number five. Um, my number five is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, crack the top five. Uh and again, like I mentioned when you talked about it on your list, the reason for me, the reason why this movie gets into the number five spot is because of how fun it is. Um, you can show this movie to anyone, uh, whether they're a fan of Kevin Smith or not. And it's just a fun movie. Like, um, I'm going to use a line Kevin yeah, Smith uses yeah. a lot. He talks like he, when, he's, when he writes a joke, he goes, oh, man, I could tell my mom that joke. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like, and yes, there is a, there's some, this movie isn't as quote unquote raunchy comedy as like, you know, Amy, Mallrats, and right. Clerks. But it does have some, you know, dirty jokes in it. But like, this is a movie you could show your grandma and like, she would laugh at things. It's it's a fun movie. Like, yeah, it's, it's a cartoon, a living cartoon. Exactly. Which... And, Fucking Scooby Doo's in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like, when, he, when he gets stuck, and he's like, just like Winnie the Pooh, like, <laughs> like all these little lines and stuff, like all these little things. It's, um, it's a, it's a fantastic movie, and it's number five. And for all the reasons with, you know, Dawson and the Pie Fucker and all that stuff we talk about, we talked about when it was on your list. It's like that's why it gets high on my list because yeah. it's so infinitely quotable. That's why it was hard between my the, the Jay and Bob. Like I could have switched mm-hmm. the Jay and Mal, Jay and Bob straight back and Mallrats. Yeah, like those get intertwined easily. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I love that movie. That's my number five. We could get we could go on for hours about each individual thing, yeah. but it does. We already talked about it, so. All right, uh, my number five. I don't know why I'm looking there. What it is? Uh, Clerks. Clerks. The first Clerks. The first clerks is number five. It's number. Oh my. God. Wait, it, did I pick the right one? Yeah. All right. Which again, this could be interchangeable interchangeable with the next movie. Okay. Clerks, huh? On my list. Wow. I love this movie. Um I mean this movie started it all. Yeah. Um, did you see this movie first? Or was this your first Kevin Smith I saw movie? Clerks first. So okay. I actually watched Clerks 
Um, uh, because of uh, someone in my class was talking about this, and like everyone says, it's a black and white movie, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and then after that, like, um, I saw uh, Mall Rats on television, mm-hmm. which again, like, I didn't know it was Kevin Smith at the time. You know, that um, wasn't until like I started putting the puzzle pieces together. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I watched uh, <clears throat> Clerks first. I remember hearing about Clerks. Um, because they did like some special on MTV uh, with Kevin Smith. They did. Where they shot it in black and white. They, they shot the special in black and white and everything. Stuff in black and white. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some of it on YouTube, yeah. And he talks about how the, they wanted to give him an NC-17 rating for when he puts the porno up on the thing. And they're like, why? It's a picture. What do you... And he fought for it. And he said he had no right to be fighting for it at the time. But <laughs> his first movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not see Clerks first. I saw we talked about this. Yeah, saw I saw Mallrats first, and then went back and saw Clerks. But I knew about Clerks before I saw Mallrats. But yeah, um, that was at a time where I was. I mean, you you know me for a long time. You know how I am. Like when I like something, I get really fucking deep, and I want to know everything about who did that or who made it, who's in it, and stuff. So, um, but yeah, man, Clerks at number five. It's yeah. Also, <laughs> of like my favorite part in that is the Death Star uh conversation yeah probably one of my favorite conversations i remember seeing that and i was like man this is some nerdy shit to be in this right. movie to be in a movie like and and again you go and you listen to commentaries That's... and you listen to kevin smith talk about it and he's like it's exactly why we put it there because there's he always said like i never felt like people made movies for me i wanted to make a movie for me and like that's that's how me and my friend at the time thought like like this is what we do. We talk yeah. about this stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Like again, all the st- all the fucking the stuff in that. Where, like when I can't remember who who Dante yells at, but he yells at somebody and they leave, and uh, you hear Jay go, "Yeah," and he goes, "Shut up," and then it comes back in and um, the whole was line. It Randall? Yeah, was yeah, Randall, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was uh... yeah. I don't appreciate your ruse, man. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to attempt yeah. to trick me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what? What do you say? You know, go fuck you. Yeah. yeah Shut you're up. You're not allowed to rent here anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to rent here anymore. That's what it is. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, there's oh god. Um, the 37. We talked about that before, and that story. And it's like, oh my god, who writes this shit? Who talks like this? Uh, but yeah, man. It's I think I've mentioned this before. Like I was watching it with my dad because I got my dad to rent it for me. Yeah, it was rated R. And then when we got to that thirty-seven part, <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck did I get you?" And he walks out and just stops watching. It. <laughs> like it's again, it's not even that bad. It's just you know, it's it's yeah, it's dirt. It's dirt. Like it's it's, it's you know, funny. raunchy, yeah. raunchy quotes, air quotes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, there's just so much great shit about that movie. And again, that's another one that listening to the commentary. And with, listening to like the way that he put his first movie together. Too. Yeah. How yeah. <clears throat> he was in film school and he met Scott Mosier and he hated it. So he dropped out and started writing Clerks and then Mosier finished film school. And then like, all right, let's make this and movie. And movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, whoever, whoever gets done with their script first will help the other one make the movie. Like, that's fucking cool, man. Like, yeah. you don't. I mean, that's how Mosier learned he was more of a producer. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot of stories like that out of Hollywood. 
Because, yeah. I mean, Jason Amy was technically his movie. That's mm-hmm. uh, Mosier. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's like, I guess, uh, Mallrats, you see like the ties of clerks because Julie Dwyer and all that stuff. But then, yeah. like, with Chasing Amy, like, I think that's really where it, like, oh shit, is he making, it's like, it he's making a universe. Yeah. He's making a fucking universe. Yeah. This is so weird because, again, this the is universe. 25 years, well, 30 years in some respects now before Marvel was doing this. Like, Kevin Smith was making a universe of movies, you know, and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And Clerks was the one that started it all. Yeah. And his reason was because, like, he wanted to connect him because of comic books. Yeah. Because how comic books do crossover episodes or crossover issues. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, that was his, like, thing that he wanted to see in movies. So he did it. Yeah, Clerks. All right. My number four is Mallrats. Um, we talked about it already. Yeah. I love Mallrats. Um, this was the first one I saw. Uh, first Kevin Smith movie I saw and we talked about this a little bit on the Clerks 3 episode so go check that out if you haven't yet but I want to bring it up again here this is one of my favorite TV cuts of a movie to watch because it's so bad like, it's terrible which is how I first saw it <laughs> it's, it's so, so bad bad man this is an R rated movie yeah um, and then hearing how uh, what the original open to the movie was supposed to be. And it was like 20 minutes long. With a fucking nice big boom crane shot. And yeah. like he's like, I'm making a movie. And then they're like, this is really bad. We got to do something else. And then that's when they get the stuff in front of uh, her house. And it's just, it's in front of Brandy's house. And it's so funny that like, if you see, because that's on the one of the DVD, like the dual disc anniversary DVD uh, or yeah, whatever. I have it. That, that um, opens and it's like oh like and there's funny stuff that they had to adr that you can tell are just really poorly adr later in the movie like when they're walking through the parking lot and the guy yeah. goes hey aren't you the guy that broke up with brandy's fanning and it's like then he punches him and it's like no that was aren't you the guy that shot the mayor but yeah. they had to cover it and it's just like the worst fucking adr uh but it's uh the easter bunny stuff and the willem stuff and the fucking yeah. uh I love at the end, like, because it's very fast times at Ridgemont High, like that, or Porky's, oh, or like those yeah, with, yeah. with, like, all the, like, Their what future. they're doing now. Yeah. And it says, Willem finally saw the cell, but he goes, Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the fucking, and, and again, this is a cartoon. Like, the whole time he's trying to move the cigarette with the Jedi mind trick. And, and it finally and, works and it, to grab the tape. Yeah, <laughs> to get the tape. And he goes, How'd you get the tape? And he goes, and he goes, no fucking way, motherfucking Yoda and shit. Like, yeah, it's so good. And then that is like, I think that's my favorite Silent Bob line. Because action, adventure, Jedi craves not these things. I actually used that line a few nights ago. Uh, <laughs> like in a casual conversation because I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, but yeah, I, like that's, I think that's my favorite uh, Kevin Smith or Silent Bob line from one of the movies. Uh, but yeah, man, Mallrats is number four for me I, I fucking love that movie that's one that's like i love when it's on tv because if it's on tv and i see it and no matter where it is in the movie i watch it just because i love how bad that tv cut is yeah. like it's so funny man i love it it makes them it makes a funny movie unintentionally even funnier and yeah so that's my number four my number four 
is Clerks 3. Really? Yes. That's your number four. All right. All right. Um, we did a whole episode about this Yeah, movie. you can go check out that episode. Um, I'm not going to say uh, other than my, that's my justification for it. Yeah. Is, uh, I do watch it uh, three times now. Uh, still fucking hits me hard. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it three times also. Yeah. yeah um, it's a great movie, but there are some parts in there that are still kind of like... I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the third watch in such a close amount of time. Okay. Kind of forced. Mm. Um, again, I love this movie. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. Um, wow, Rick, you just called Clerks a piece of shit. You called Clerks Three a shitty movie. Wow. No, 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 no. no, no. I love this movie. Um, and it was it was tough to put this here. Yeah. It was really tough to put this here. But um, I like yeah. It's it's a great movie. Go see but go see our review. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Go see our review. Um. Uh, but that's pretty much like the, I guess the, uh, reasoning, the reasoning for it. Yeah. Okay. What what uh, we'll talk about it. We'll get there. Um. All right. We'll just keep moving right along then, since yeah, we have a whole episode. Yeah. Um. Link in the description. My number three is Clerks. One. Is number three on my list. Um. For all the reasons we've already covered on about about Clerks. Um. This being a movie I saw. When I was a teenager, 15, 14, maybe something, 15, probably something like that. So like, again, I I was at the right age to see this movie when I saw it, you know, um, being a fucking angry, angsty teenager, kind of a sad bitch too. Like this was like the perfect movie for me at the perfect time. Um, and I guess it also if like because it's like it was kind of like during when we were in high school, or you know at least when we saw because like right. we, like we didn't see it when it came out right right um and high school seems to be like when everyone seems to hear about it or find it mm-hmm. um uh, I don't know if you were working but I was also working at the time too so it was kind of fun watching clerks. oh no yeah no yeah I was uh, okay. I think I was working at Domino's gotcha when it came out so then uh. So it was very relatable in a sense as well to watching the first. Yeah, I think so. This might be the first movie where um, they have a very problematic friendship, Dante and Randall relationship. It's very problematic. Very. Yeah. um, It's either one way or the other, you know. Um, But that being said, this was probably the first movie I saw where I was like, Oh man, I fucking I want a friend like that. I need a friend that I can, you know, no matter what happens, is going to be by my side. And you get that even in Clerks One. Like no matter what happens, Dante and Randall always have each other's back in that movie. Like to the point where Randall uh, breaks up with uh, Marilyn Gigliotti for 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 Dante. He's like, why'd you fucking do that? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, you're over here talking about Caitlyn, so I thought I'd let her off easy. And it's like, a favor, yeah. right, I'm doing you a favor. And it's, yeah, and again, it's problematic, but at the same time, like, Randall has Dante's back all the time. Um, as much as, like, shit never goes right, uh, the thing about Randall is his heart's always in the right place. 
his execution is just not great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and it's funny. Like we talked about it on Clerk Seeds. Like I have a friend like that now. Like Rick is my fucking Dante. Like one hundred percent. Because I don't think I could be anything other than a Randall in a <laughs> as a friend. Um, yeah, I may not. I may not be perfect, but my heart's always in the right place. Always. So yeah. That's why this is number three. It's it's one of my favorite for a long time. That's a great number three, though, yeah. For a long time, I just was like, man, like that's that's a fucking real friendship right there, you know? Yeah. All right, my number three. <clears throat> um, kind of putting the nail in the coffin here to figure out what the rest are. Yeah. Uh, but it's Dogma. Okay. I. And honestly, I'm surprised how high I put it. I expected this to be. Higher on your list, if I'm being honest. Like it could have been. Yeah. Like honestly, like this next one, two, three could all be number one. Yeah. Same. It's like how do you, how do you fucking pick? But um, but yeah, dogma, my favorite thing to quote, as I mentioned. Um, uh, just also I think too because, uh, me being raised in such a religious household, I was not Catholic per se, uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um. But knowing a lot about, you know, Catholicism because my dad was Catholic. Right. Um, but he never forced me to go to his Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like knowing about the, the I would say history. Yeah. Theology. Theology, you history, it, whatever you, like whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like, um, I think I thought it was interesting. Like it, it opened you doors. This will piss people off. The lore. The lore. <laughs> behind the religion. The, 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 the fantasy <laughs> behind this book. Uh yeah. Uh, is you know kind of amazing too sometimes. Yeah, I don't necessarily, I don't believe that uh, personally myself, but like, it's like the history, history yeah. of it, like um, the world building. But um, eight days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay, okay. all right. Enough making fun. But, but yeah, what I'm trying to say is like it was relatable. Guess, oh, right yeah yeah i have to say i can relate to any of the characters but um just like uh that like i said i said theology about it like the whole thing about it and um the cast yeah like we said earlier i thought the i thought the cast was fucking amazing yeah it was Perfect. and again i didn't want uh, that to sound like i was knocking it yeah earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, I don't have yeah. that same feeling <clears throat> uh like the way you put it yeah. um like fucking janine garofalo um yeah, every, you know, Linus mm-hmm. Morris said it's fucking God. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it's a fantastic movie, especially with the way it ends. Uh, one of Jay's lines at the end where he says, oh, we should make a quick stop. Like, I, I don't know why. I love that part. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God, they crossed over. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I love the... Uh... Fun fact, too, real quick. That was supposed to be the first Kevin Smith movie I saw in theaters, but I didn't go. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw it. It was rated R and it came out in 1989. Yeah. I saw it uh, when it came out in theaters. Yeah. First movie. With a buddy of mine in high school. Yeah. Me and my friend from high school, we were supposed to go see it, but I think it was the time. It was after we got kicked out or kicked (laughs) or banned from the the theater. theater. Yeah. Because we snuck in to see uh, or movie hopped. Ooh. Um, Bad Rick. To see, um, fuck, what? Dawson movie, um, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, love yeah. that movie. That we need to write that down on the list. By the way, we got to do an episode about it. 
Right, but we got we got to we got to do an episode about Varsity Blues. Um, um, fuck, but yeah, um, the end of Jason Bob Strike Back was the first. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love movie, so. I love Dogma Man. Like I said earlier, for all the same reasons you love that movie, and how um, my favorite one of my favorite lines in that movie, aside from gear, uh, yeah. just because of Jay's delivery, uh, is um, when they are in uh, the bar. He's like, "How do you make a holy bartender?" Oh yeah, that's a good one. And then like it's dead silent, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And then <laughs> holy bartender, I get it. It's the fucking <laughs> great one. Like just yeah, just, Jay Jay's com- com- timing is so good. The in whole that bar movie. scene was just amazing. <clears throat> yeah, like holy shit, Simon Bob's an instrument of God. <laughs> uh, yeah, he two. said it himself. I'm a fucking demon. Like, <laughs> and then oh, uh, Jason Lee's got so many good lines in that movie because he's like, uh, "No sin, no rapture is greater than central air." <laughs> like, like just stuff like that. Like, yeah, big fan of that movie. Big fan of that movie. You wouldn't know it by looking at my list because it's number seven, but yeah. Um, all right. So now with number two, should this basically be number one of one, <laughs> one of two? All of these are like that. All of these are like that. So um, my number two is Clerks 3. Um, I absolutely I had a feeling. love that movie. Um, but this could be number one. Um, I think that... As more time passes, and even I've, for some reason, apparently I hate myself and I've watched it three times in the last few months, but um, I think as time passes, this might flip and be number one, and number one might be number two, but, man, Clerks 3, like we said earlier, you know, a whole episode about that movie, and I don't think I'm super nitpicky about it on that episode, um, because it was fresh, um, I understand about the feeling forced stuff. I don't know what exactly you're talking about. Um, the NFT stuff. Okay. So, um, all right, I get that. Because, like, he was into heavy into NFTs and stuff. And um, I don't know. So it kind of felt like something forced out of it. Mm, gotcha. Uh, funny, though. Like, I also felt like was he was making be... fun of it, though, at the same time, you know? He was making fun of the weird guess... NFT peoples. But I totally understand. I yeah. totally understand. Um, I think the part of this movie that as good as it is, that comes off a little forced is the very beginning of the scene with, again, spoilers, the very beginning of the scene with Dante and Becky, uh, in the cemetery. Like, it, it is, it is, but, um, Brian O'Halloran reels it in, but I, First few lines don't come off as like he's got his A game on, but he reels it in and that whole scene is fantastic. But, but yeah, that's the only thing that felt, felt a little bit forced to me was like the very beginning of that scene, like the very reaction to seeing her there. Um, But after that, like again, and he's fantastic in the movie. He fucking goes all in and goes hard and, is it's again i said it on that episode i was like it's it's a shame that he wasn't in more stuff um because he's so good same with jeff anderson it's a shame that these guys weren't in more things um 
because they're so good. And maybe they're only good at these characters. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Well, like I, I boxed you like not too long ago where I forgot that. Uh, I, how am I forgetting his name? Guy plays Randall. Jeff Anderson. Jeff Anderson. Sorry. Um, was in Zack and Mary. I totally forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. 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 As the director was, or yeah, the camera I, operator. Yeah. And I yeah. watched that movie and I was fucking great. Yeah. He's really good he's in that really too. He's a really good actor. Um, I'm going to use this as a chance to, one, we're going to add another list or another topic to the list, uh, our podcast episode list. But have you seen his movie? Jeff Anderson? Yeah. It's called Now You Know. Trevor Furman is in it. Him and Jeff, Trevor Furman star in it. Shit, no. He wrote it and directed it. And it's very good. I'm going to have to watch it. I had no idea. Very, very good. It's called Now You Know. I'll find, see if it's streaming anywhere. I'll send you a link. But yeah, it's, it's very, very good. We've got to add that to the list too. I had that on here on my list as like extended just like um that movie that jason lee is in that kevin produced drawing flies oh yeah not a good movie never saw it jason lee's fantastic in it not a good movie mm-hmm. but i have I like saw vulgar the, i've never seen vulgar yeah yeah that's one i need to see um but yeah like um yeah jeff anderson's great and like i and after and you see the movie now you know and it's kind of like you, this could have been a Kevin Smith movie, like with the way it's written, almost. Um, like the Chasing Amy style of Kevin Smith movie. It's very, very good. You guys should check it out if you haven't. Now you know Trevor Furman, Jeff Anderson. Really good. Um, but yeah, Clerks 3 is my number two. It's fucking fantastic. I, we have an entire episode of me gushing and blubbering and crying about it. So you can Go check, check that out. out. <laughs> These two, these next ones are my number ones. I, 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 oh, yeah. I, I'm like, here, yeah. I can't, I can't, I couldn't, it was difficult to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my number two, Chasing Amy. Ooh, that's I your number two? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But technically, it's still number one yeah. for me. Uh-huh. But yeah. Uh, rewatching it. Um, still a great movie. <clears throat> You know, but there's some things in there too. At the same time, where it's like, in current present day, it's like, kind of like, dude, get over yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, to be fair, but again, like I said, I think it could be because we're older. That could be another reason why. Because when I watch this, I've watched this many different times from when I was in my teens to twenties and thirties, and the last time I probably saw this movie was in my like. Late twenties, maybe early thirties. Yeah. I want to say this is like this is my while. most watched Kevin Smith movie for sure. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. I've seen this movie so many times, yeah. but like it's definitely been a minute since I've watched Casey Amy. Mm-hmm. And rewatching it now, it's it's like I don't know. I guess it's just because I'm older now. It's like realizing like who cares who's how many people she's been with. Like gives a fuck. Uh, right. But it's very fucking narcissistic and egotistical. Yes. Like, yeah. And like. Yeah, that's the way he pretty much acts you know, mm-hmm. like the entire movie, which is him, like he's supposed to be in his 20s in this film, I feel like. Yeah. You know, and in my 20s, I probably would have been the same way too, which is probably why I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like it a lot. I don't know why it's has sense. But, um, but yeah, I think that's the only reason why it, it, it's kind of shifted is because of that. I think uh, the thing I about it um, that's fantastic is like the ride you go on with the Ben Affleck character. Like just the, the ride you go on with that character. It's like, yeah. oh wow, okay. Especially, and like you said, in the different eras of watching that movie, it's it's definitely, again, not super relatable, but yeah. 
very grounded, you know, like. I mean, yeah, he won so many awards <clears> for this. Like, this was like his come like his redemption movie. In a after Mallrats bombed. Um, yeah, and like I got to watch it again with some friends who've never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, younger than me, but you know, uh, they're Gen Z. <laughs> I guess I'd say. Okay. Uh, uh, like they're on the cusp of Gen Z. And yeah, it's like that weird thing. Um, but yeah, having the, like watching it with them, and then in current present day where. Like in the '90s, and I kind of talked to you about this offline too. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, back then, like, people would say they swing both ways, or like, I don't feel like I've ever heard the term like bisexual or anything like that. But like having their perspective on it, like they would, they saw Amy, Amy, they saw um, Joy Lauren Adams, Joy Lauren Adams' character more as a bisexual than really a lesbian, right? You know? But in the early '90s, it. It was very black or white. There yeah, were, that's the thing about the 90s. Is like there was no was shades like, of gray when it yeah, came to that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why it was kind of nice to see that different perspective yeah. when watching this movie. Um, uh, but yeah, like again, like I have a poster over there of it. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's still like in my, like these are two number ones that yeah. I'm talking about. But uh, what I also loved about the movie is like uh, how it was made and like, uh because i'm a big movie guy you know like the the behind the scenes of it the commentary i was just gonna bring up the commentary it was like (laughs) um what do you do for not so special occasions use a fucking baseball bat and like if you listen to the commentary (laughs) (laughs) and in the commentary kevin smith was like that was because he said like ben affleck was ad-libbing all over the fucking place and i told him stop it just do that and he said that's the only one i left in just so he would stop complaining that i was cutting all his (laughs) ad-libs Yeah, that uh, it was. It was a. Uh, oh man, what was I was gonna say it was. It was nice to see see this movie at a different perspective, and also seeing it as a in a different age. Yeah, than I, was I bet, I bet, man. Um, and uh, I, you know, I also quote this movie. I mean, quote all of the movies, but uh, mm. that last scene with uh him having them both there, and uh, and uh. Uh, making that part, which I know you already know, maybe you guys don't know, but like they had to rehearse that uh, a lot of fucking times because they didn't have enough film to finish the movie. Yeah. So they had to do it in one fucking take. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember that part. I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was so fucking crazy. I think like they, they had nothing to burn. They couldn't burn the film because right. they only had one shot to get this right. Yeah. And that's what I loved about this movie is the. Like the how the indie it got back to after making Mallrats, right, right, indie Which, roots to it. Yeah, Mallrats was supposed to be a big budget, not big budget, but a mainstream movie disguised as an indie yeah. movie. Uh, some of them thought that Banky uh, uh, was just going to end up gay. Which right. technically, I guess he kind of is, because at the end of James and Bob Strike Back, he's with Cooper. That's right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. so but yeah, like fantastic movie. Like it could be my number one yeah. as well. Um, so. Spoilers, it is my number one. It is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. And there was... Um, said, what was your number? Oh, Clerks. Is- Clerks 3 was my number two. Um, yes, Chasing Amy is my number one favorite Kevin Smith movie. I, Wait, did I miss? Because I, I said my number two. Yeah, I, I started. So this is my number one. And now you're going to number one after this. 
Oh, I so you're saying you. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy is my number okay, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chasing Amy is my number one movie. Um, I don't know why um, it resonated with me so much when I first saw it, but maybe it was the tackling of the subject matter. Maybe it was the ambiguity of the relationship between Banky and Holden. Maybe it was... Um, Joey Lauren Adams being hotter than a fucking kitchen grease fire. Uh, <laughs> like, um, it has a whole lot of like things that really, I don't know. Like, again, it's not, I can't relate to it. Um, maybe the friend aspect or maybe the Banky Holden aspect I could relate to a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I could totally relate to that too. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like, I, I'm not shocked that, some of the the friends that you watched it with just assumed Banky is gay because like it comes across as yeah because uh, Hooper says that himself too like mm-hmm. that boy isn't ready to love you the mm-hmm. way he thinks he loves you right and it's it's one of those things like we talk about it with the Dante and Randall relationship like that is a deep deep relationship but it it is not it, it never feels like. Um, with Banky, he he feels betrayed by Holden a lot in that movie, and like he yeah. feels he feels betrayed like somebody who is in a Almost relationship like his, with him. Yeah, yeah, his friendship or mm-hmm. partnership with him. And I don't again. That's not like again, not super relatable. But I think it was the subject matter and the way it was tackled at the time, and me being you know younger, being in my teens and watching it like. I don't know. It was just one like, of my favorite movies. It's like, you can't, it, it really is. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, that's the whole idea the of whole that point. story. Yeah. yeah. Right? Cause like once relationships show up, you know, with, you know, with, when you have two best friends, like it, it starts, you know, slowly drifting apart because they want to be, they want to start their life with them and everything. Yeah. And like, you know, friendships will fade like that sometimes. Um, so, uh, watching that at a younger age, you can see that happening. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the friend that I thought would be my best friend until the end. Like, I don't talk to him anymore. Yeah. You know, um, uh, back in high school, look at Brian, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I thought I was going to be best friends with him forever. Yeah. Um, I had a friend like that in high school too. My buddy, Nick, uh, who like, we didn't ever have a falling out. We just, yeah, apart, you just... know like yeah my buddy nick uh from high school like we probably up to like 2000 um yeah man like it's That's it's kind of insane like, nick was in my fucking wedding like that was my dude that was my one of my best friends and i'd known him since i was a freshman in high school met him on the first day of high school and like again we didn't have a falling out we never um, it's just people change. It, it, it's we Life just happens. drifted apart. Yeah, it's it was just so weird because again, like being a big fan of this movie, and then seeing that ending where they had drifted apart, I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, I would never fucking let that happen. That that'll never <laughs> yeah. happen to me. Cut to you know five six years later, and me and my best friend at the time. Again, no negativity, no cross words, like. Uh, as far as us not being friends anymore, like I'm sure I would, he would still consider me a friend if I saw him today. Cause I would, I saw him randomly at the fucking supermarket, like 
three years ago, like right before pandemic and stuff, he was visiting his family who still live in Whittier. And I saw him and his dad at the supermarket. And I was like, holy shit, oh, shit, Nick, what is up? And like, we just, yeah, we just not in contact, which is weird, but it happens. And I think now, and, and this was my favorite Kevin Smith movie, Kevin Smith movie then also, but I think now it's because there's more relatable aspects to this story now for me as an adult than there were for me as a teenager when I saw it. Um, and there's some great fucking performances. The scene in the car is fucking heart wrenching and heartbreaking because you, <laughs> you as a teenager, you. I learned that entire monologue for a college. Really? Class. Wow, dude, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I did that uh, that monologue. Yeah, it's it's and it's so weird. And like I said, the ride you go on with Holden is like. In that scene specifically, it's like you you can get or you can see why or understand or see from his side why he's so fucking upset. But at the same time, you see it from Joy Lamb's character's point of view. It's like, wow, this guy's being a fucking dick. dick. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, okay, like, I don't agree with you, but I see not, where you're coming yeah, from. Like, he's I, not experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about the way... Um, Banky feels betrayed by Holden, like as they're in a relationship. He had an ex an unrealistic expectation of this woman that he doesn't really know that well. And he felt betrayed by her past that he had nothing to fucking do with. And it's like, what the? But again, it's it's like the duality of that character, because, again, you don't feel for him, but you can see where where he's coming from, but also see why he's absolutely fucking wrong in this situation and he's crossing lines yeah and then at the same time from the other perspective you feel for joy lauren adams character because it's like man like fucking she found her happiness and yeah being a dick about and he's it. being a fucking complete dick about it but at the same time it's like uh maybe she wasn't as forthcoming about her past as she could have been but again that's not but something like she, she has said, to it do matter. yeah it shouldn't fucking matter i agree so yeah. and it's again like it's hard to talk in circles <laughs> about it without but yeah. you you see where they're both coming from but you see why they're both wrong at the same time you, yeah. you choose one or the other obviously but it's it's so well written to where you can see like especially at the time and especially when i saw this movie at the age i was when i saw this movie it was really different yeah. to, to be able to see the black and the white and the shades of gray for all these characters it's so well written and so well put together and that's why it's my number one favorite kevin smith movie um yeah and totally valid you know like i said that would be my number one too but i put <clears throat> clerks too as my number one i am shocked that that's your number one i am shocked that that's your number one i came in today going looking at my list right before you got to the house to get me i was like Okay, I I, I agree. Number one, I know good. that our number ones are exactly the same because you and I have had a like this is not the first time we've oh, had yeah, a deep yeah. philosophical in air quotes. I always forget that this is also audio, and I need to say when I'm doing yeah. air quotes, um, a deep philosophical air quotes conversation about chasing Amy. Like, I mean, that might have been one of the first like non music related conversations we had when we yeah. realized we both loved Kevin Smith movies. Like, yeah. So this is not the first time. This is not this is not new ground we're covering for us. It, I mean, you're hearing it for the first time, but I mean, I could flip flop them. I could do, yeah. I could do that right now. I think it's still like it could change. Yeah, like it could easily change. Um, just because like these two movies, like well, the reason I put it as number two is uh, 
um, kind of the same reason as we're talking about with Clerks or with Chase and Amy, you know, about these two friends. Yeah. You know, during that time with uh, Clerks 2 came out, you know, uh, uh, I was in that kind of like that same situation in a sense. Right. You know, um, which kind of a little bit mirrors the Chase and Amy relationship between Olden Banky and mm-hmm. Randall and Dante. Yeah. Um, although Randall and Dante, we know we got a Clerks 3, less, much longer. <clears throat> longer. Obviously. Um, uh, yeah. So when, when that movie came out and uh, relating to movies is kind of the way I kind of rank my movies. Um, so that's why I put it at number two is because uh, the conversation they have, you know, in the jail cell, uh, the conversation they have when um, uh, he talks about like why he likes going go-karting, you know, because it reminded me of a time where I used to, uh, where I guess things didn't matter or something like yeah. that he says, you know, um, there's so many little things like that, that Randall says where it just brings so much more humanity into him, mm-hmm. uh, which I think in Clerks 3, um, didn't have enough of that. It had it, had it but I feel like okay. it didn't have more of it. You know, because I felt like I know this maybe like for plot driven reasons, like the part in Clerks Three where they're in the hospital and we talk about it in the in the review. Yeah, don't fucking yeah, like that part of like that, that felt kind of almost not necessarily out of character <clears throat> mm-hmm. for Randall, but at the same time it kind of felt like it. Right. You know, and yeah, I know yeah, we yeah. can go back and forth on this. On this. Oh no, I totally, that, I totally agree, but, and I think that's why. Um, when, when we talked about Clerks again, Clerks Three, um, that's one of those moments where watching that movie, I was like, "You, you cannot fucking come back from this, man," and I yeah. don't want you to act like this because I've been invested into these characters for thirty yeah. years, and I don't want to, I don't want to fucking hate you, man. Like he, like, pull, he pulled it, he pulled it back. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, like he was saved by it, but at the same time, like I think the Randall from the Clerks Two wouldn't have done that. I think right. he would have been more, more, because like he said, like he's my best friend. Like, yeah, it's all about him. But that's why I kind of felt like, like uh, I kind of like uh, kind of pushed the movie down a bit mm-hmm. on the scale. Okay. Um, and that's another reason why I love Perks too is because of that relationship. Yeah, I felt was uh, more honest and strong. Um, and uh, yeah, and like it came at a time where I was kind of going through that shit. With your friend, so it's like that was oh five six oh six yeah oh, I remember it was oh six that when okay yeah yeah because uh, I got back from okay uh, my first trip from New York uh, in July and I think that movie came out in Mister September because that's when me and oh that's what yeah I was like I saw it what are you talking about I saw it in fucking June I. But I was the clerks. It was like a Comic Con screening thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, well, I saw that shit. In fucking yeah, you got to see it early. I yeah, did. yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember when 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 we got back, me and my roommate went to go watch it, and we're like, oh shit, and we walked by that. Yeah, that was a clown. So, oh six, um, was the year that my daughter was born, which means like, when that movie came out, I had known you for about like six or seven months at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was early. like, it was, yeah, like. And I think we met it officially. I think we met in 05, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay, maybe almost a year, I would say that we had, we, we knew each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. probably maybe almost a year. But yeah, I, it was just one of those things where I do remember like check the date stamp on that picture. Yeah, I <laughs> I remember talking to you or trying we to talk chatted to you a few times because we saw each other all the time. Yeah, I was. Tr- I remember trying to talk to you about Clerks too, and then forgetting that you hadn't it hadn't come out yet, and I saw yeah. it early, and you were so jealous that I had saw it early, and there was a Q and A with Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the. Uh... Kind of the reason why I put that as my number one, which was like I said, they see are number they're both number one. Amy yeah. and oh, yeah. two are number one. Yeah. There was um there was a little time when I first made this list a couple weeks ago where Clerks Three was above Amy. Like it's it's very close. And like I said when I, I talked think the about the third watch definitely made me push it down more. Yeah. Like I I don't, I don't know. I, the more, the more I which doesn't I watch mean it, a thing, right? You know, because I love it. <laughs> I think the more I watch it, like I said, that's why I said, like I think as time goes by, this it may surpass Chasing Amy and stay there, just because, you know, even even less than you know six months later, and watching it three times, like the more I see it, the more and more I love the more things I love about it. Um, and I, I totally understand why, you know, if people don't like it, if you don't like the meta of it and making a movie about making a movie about making a movie, like I, <laughs> yeah. I get it. I totally get it. I don't really bother um, me too much. I know, but I, I know it bothered it. a lot of people that, and and again, I don't want to. I think it's because of the payoff. The payoff made it. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. And I, and Good. like, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I'm better than you because I know more about this story. So I'm more invested in it. But like. You're really, if you're if you're deeply invested into this world and these characters, like it would be like me watching, you know, a a great episode of a TV show and then being like, oh, I mean, that's fine, but I don't know anything about the characters <laughs> or the world or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then somebody who watched every episode of that show and read interviews and listened to interviews would be like, this is why this is so, and it's like, that's how I feel. Um, I get very defensive about Clerks 3 with people when they, I didn't like it. I was like, well, I want to say, well, you're a fucking idiot. But then I remember like, (laughs) well, you you can't talk to people like that. Let me try and explain why I think you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're stupid and you're wrong. But, uh, I really do feel like that later on down the line, if we revisit this, I think the only things that might change are Clerks 3 over Amy. And I think maybe even Mallrats over Clerks 1. I think that could possibly happen too. Flip the the, the script a little bit on this uh, ranking stuff. Like if we were to rank moments, you know, the Clerks 3 has the best moment of all time. Yeah. Next thing. Next to number two being the one from uh, Jay and Bob reboot yeah. with uh, Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that, and, uh, again, I don't want to talk about it, but that moment in Clerks 3 is yeah. just fucking The way fantastic. they argued and everything and the way, like, you know, Son <clears throat> Bob's is now stopped yeah. recording. Yeah, it's so good, man. I love that movie. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, those are our lists. Yes. <laughs> The Viewisk Universe rankings. Um, again, yeah, this won't be that long. I don't know how long we went. But <laughs> About an hour. Okay, we're good. Maybe hour and 15. I don't know. Um, so that's, yeah, I guess that's yeah. going to be it. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, how wrong we are. How right we are. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what your list is. Because we definitely want to see it. Especially when it involves Kevin Smith. Yeah. 
Man, I went down a weird rabbit hole after we recorded the Clerks 3 episode where um, I was like, I was like, yo, on the other podcast on such and such, we like, how often do we bring up Kevin Smith? And like, so just as far as like searching that, it wasn't that much, but I know you and I like would definitely constantly bring yeah. him up a lot. And um, the one, one of the things that came up was uh, right after he had his heart attack and we talked about it. And again, fucking shocker, Mike almost cries on that episode too. Even though the guy didn't fucking die, which mm-hmm. is, I even say there, like, it's so fucking weird. He didn't die, but it still was one of those weird things that just hit me a lot harder than I thought it would or should have, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but maybe yeah. he's been a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How much we enjoy his media. Yeah, I I definitely feel like um, we were the right age at the right time for these movies. I think. Yeah. I think if we saw them, if we were any older, they wouldn't resonate as much as they do i think we i think we saw them at just the right time you know that could be true yeah. yeah people say that about tarantino like people who are you know a little bit older than us were probably like people that were either just at the end of high school or just out of high school seeing those tarantino movies for the first time probably feel about him like the way we do about kevin smith and it's yeah and they're not far removed from each other they're pretty much at the same time i think it's just different the fiction reservoir dog i think was 94 yeah and like this is gonna be weird to say but it's different levels of maturity as far as subject matter i think yeah yeah tarantino comes off as more adult than it was more about the 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 shooting and the action and kevin smith movies definitely come off as more juvenile like more man children and like (laughs) you know so but yeah that's i'll stop rambling now i love kevin smith and i love the movies um this is where Dogs is 19. Yeah. I think 94 was fiction. Yes, I think so. <clears throat> but yeah, I think that'll probably All right, that's going to wrap right? us up. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for sticking around. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe or not. It's up to you, really. <laughs> hey, if yeah. you don't like us, pass it on to a friend so they can fucking be an agony yeah, just tell like them to you. Look at these assholes. Yeah, look at these idiots. Like, but Clerks 2 is number one. How fucking is it? Fucking dance. Dogmo is number seven. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, again, we're wrapping up. So as always, be sure to check out Stoke Co. Comedy on uh, Twitch and on Bandcamp. Playing the sweet fucking music you're hearing right now. Um, and yeah, and I we'll guess, catch you next time. Yeah, catch you next time.